Hey, we're live. I should probably play the intro music. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition. All right. Well, now that we've actually have played the intro music, people know who we are. We're actually here, aren't we? <laughs> so, welcome to the Funny Science Fiction live edition of this wonderful podcast train wreck we're about to throw out in front of you. The podcast whose jokes are out that will make it seem like Firefly lasted for more than one season. <laughs> and before we get into tonight's show, we need to say thanks to our show partners, River City Tees and Level Up Lightsabers. And let's roll that beautiful nerd footage. With over 700 designs to choose from, River City Tees has something for everyone. Need some new nerd merch? River City Tees has you covered. Need funny or sarcastic designs? River City Tees has you covered. Are you looking for a new logo or custom design? Whether you need one or 100, River City Tees has you covered. With multiple colors and options for each and every design. With things to choose from like shirts, hoodies, phone cases, coffee mugs, and so much more. Be sure to follow River City Tees on Facebook and Instagram. If you do, you'll get the latest on designs and information about upcoming sales. River City Tees. Let's make a shirt together. All right, that was River City Tees. And now for Level of Lightsabers. And as always, Tim is going to be putting the links to those in the comment section. Did you get Honora the a lightsaber yet? No, because she, you know, wants food and needs diapers. And oh, I guess that <laughs> nonsense that comes with being a parent. <sighs> well, good luck with that. Right? Eventually, I'll get a lightsaber. It'll happen. Maybe, kind of, sort of. Maybe I might have to sell a kidney for it, but it's okay. Anyway. Right. Let's give a warm welcome to our guests tonight. First off, we have Joey DiCarlo from the So Wizard podcast. Hello, hey, Joey. everybody. Hey. Welcome. Hey, Glad thanks for having you. me. Glad to be here, ready to rock and roll. Yeah, it's going to be fun tonight. He right. says that now. Let's give him an hour and see what he thinks then. <laughs> and as a returning guest, we have Mick Manhattan from the Scene Snobs podcast. Really? Could bring me in second, huh? <laughs> been on the show plenty of times well i went alphabetically so you know <laughs> j before m you know it's just kind of a thing i don't blame you <laughs> i i couldn't even go like with last names because he still won with the d yeah. so yeah. you know oh joey's got that d that's right joey's hello. got that d yeah so jason says hello joey jason hello Taylor from, from three geeks podcast so 
and Mick is the oh, where to go? There it is. Mick is the prettiest guy in Manhattan. And I'm not even um, in Manhattan. I was last week. A week ago, you were the prettiest. You were the prettiest guy. There you go. Okay. Is that the Muppets remake? Mick in Manhattan. <laughs> Mick in I Manhattan. Would watch that. <laughs> Where Mick has to voice every character. Then the sequel's got to be Mick Manhattan takes Los Angeles. <laughs> escape, Damn. escape from Man, escape from Mick Manhattan. There you go. All right. So before we talk, jump into our topic for tonight, guys. Uh, Joey and Mick, I'd like each of you to take a moment to tell everyone about your shows, what you guys talk about on them, and why people need to be listening to your particular podcast. Uh, Mick, you go first. I know you have a thing about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you got the D, I got first, so let's do this. Uh, of course, everybody, you know me. Mick Manhattan, the Scene Snob, from the Scene Snobs podcast, every Tuesday night at 9 p.m., uh, we're also on Helium Radio Network. You can check us out every Sunday at 12.30 p.m. Eastern over there. Uh, I actually, it's very fitting to be on the show and make this announcement because I have not announced it anywhere other than social media. Congratulations on your transition. Thank you. Thank you, Joey. Um, shut up, Joey. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> we, uh, we are doing our second annual Star Trek week next week from the 5th to the 11th. So thank you, Funny Science Fiction, for letting me make the announcement here. So I have all my stuff sprawled out. Um, we're going to have a, every night's going to be a fun night of Star Trek-filled mania, uh, including an episode script read uh, with guests. We're going to trivia with guests, a panel with some experts, and more. So thank you. Excellent. I, I know a lot of people will be looking forward to that. I'm I'm actually looking forward to, to catching some of that next week. I am... The slow boat to to Star Trek land, but I am getting there. I have I have uh, I have been making the transition to Star Trek. See what I did there. See what I did there. See what I did what there. Is your, what does your transition look like? Uh, Seven of nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, it started off with with more of the JJ Trek. I, I really like JJ Abrams. Star Trek, which I know rubs a lot of people the wrong way. I get that, but it's more. Look, I'm a Star Wars fan. I, you know, out pretty out about that. I that's my that's my you know my morning, my night. That's everything to me. Star Wars, uh, and having J.J. Abrams involved in Star Trek and Star Wars, it was an easier crossover for me to get into it because it's the J.J. Wars, and um, it's more. I think it's probably more similar to what he's done with some of the Star Trek universe and in the, into the Star Wars universe than anything else. And it's, it's an easy bridge to cross uh, for a Star Wars fan who hasn't been a Star Trek fan. You know, I don't know who this user is, but oh, here it is. Here it is. Slow boat. I'm guessing that's Casey. I'm going to say Casey. Yeah. Casey, got to go on. Funny I haven't crazy. tracked down which one it is yet. I'm pretty sure it's Casey. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Jason Taylor says JJ's Star Trek is great. They're haters. Beyond was the most like Trek out of the three. I really enjoy it, and it's gotten me into, you know, accepting it a little more. So I'm actually looking more forward to it. Nick is uh, spending his quality time <laughs> in, not talking, typing into the keyboard. <clears throat> I was reading. Oh, it's not Casey. I'm trying not to take over the show. I'm trying to be nice this time. It's totally not Casey, Tim. <laughs> oh, so it's Mick this time. Okay. No, it's your dad. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> I found it. I, I tracked it, it down. Is it too late to ban somebody? <laughs> yes. No, you leave that man alone. <laughs> he chose you too. <laughs> all right, excellent. So, uh, all right, Joey, tell us about tell us about what you got going on over at So Wizard. Uh, so we have this amazing new concept in podcasting that's never been done before. It's uh, three friends that review movies every week. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever heard anything like this. It's great. No, not even close. But no, we uh, so wizard podcast. We've been uh, podcasting for seven years. We're just started year eight, actually recorded tonight and um, no weeks off since August, 2014. We put out an episode every week for seven years. Plus I uh, just recorded 368th episode tonight and we review nerdy movies, genre movies, sci-fi movies, action movies, that type of stuff every week. And we're there for you. All, all right. over the place. We've got our YouTube channel that's filled with uh, supplemental content as well. We got interviews, unboxings, trailer reactions, and stuff on there too. So, all right, cool. So let me let me ask you this: is um, this was not anywhere in our notes for okay. for the show tonight, but I want to ask it Wait. both of, of you and Mick. So you guys both have you guys both have a lot of episodes out there, and, and you've mm-hmm. been doing this. Both have been doing this for quite a while. What is your favorite episode thus far? I know that's like asking you to to name a favorite child. But that's easy for me. Sorry. <laughs> well, it didn't ask you. I know it's Dan Poppenmeyer. So <laughs> my favorite child? No. Favorite oh, I th- episode? yes. That's what I was saying. Well, it's you, it's sorry, you John- said like a favorite child and I was trying to. Well, yeah, but I, I, figured, my look, I know it's between John or, or Honor, depending on the day. So it's fine. He is the one. Joe, we're going to switch off. You go ahead, man. Oh, that's fine. Um, you know, everyone's a gym. I, I don't want to sound like my favorite is the next one, but. Uh, if I have to look back, we do a thing on the show sometimes in secrets. Uh, it's when there's nothing really to review that's coming out is we'll pick a bad movie and we inflict it on the rest of the hosts. Um, we've done stuff like Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park and Grease 2, um, The Christmas Light, stuff like that. Um, for our 300th episode, we invited on really good friends of the show, Cult 45, the movie podcast. And okay. I forced them to watch uh, The Forbidden Dance is Lombada. <laughs> which is uh, one of the worst movies ever made and it's super racist and it's absolutely hilarious. So uh, I can't recommend it enough. Uh, the whole movie is about saving the rainforest while dry humping people. And it was a masterpiece. We just had a blast. It's probably the worst episode for somebody to listen to if it's their first sample of the show, because it's literally us uh, beat him down and random Randy just laughing nonstop for an hour and a half, but it was a blast to record. So, you know, that was a good one, but yeah, anyone's good. Jump on in. Jump on in. Uh, Kathleen, your husband would like to know if you know, he's supervising so Honor or if she's supervising him. There's there's photographic evidence of the fact that I'm pretty sure she's supervising you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. He, he came and got me the other day with the, so I need your help cleaning something up. And I'm like, okay. And I walk into the kitchen and our daughter is covered in marker, as is the floor and the cooler and so her grandmother was already helping her clean up and she asked her what happened and honor goes, daddy wasn't watching me there you go all right and john uh joey john wants to know if you've ever seen evil alien conquerors i have not but if it's uh terrible i'll put it on the list I'm, i it consider is. myself a connoisseur of bad movies so all right very good all right, Mick. What about you? Do you have a Do you have a favorite one that sticks out in your mind? And uh, see, I don't know. It's tough. Casey, 
keeps me cracking up, man. So I get that. Um, I really, I, I, I'm, you know, not. I, I don't have any to really pick. Like I just enjoy doing it. Like you know, it's just every week is just fun. Um, we did one recently where we got a little more serious, but we we're still meeting that level of absurdity. Um, at the same time, uh, we just talked about more current events rather than movies. And, uh, that one probably right now is my most recent favorite. All right. I'm good with that. I mean, you could have picked the one where I was on your show, but you know, Hey, whatever. Okay. You were All right. But... Oh, you were wearing the Dune is great shirt and we kicked you off. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, <laughs> rude. <laughs> no, nah, he knows I love him. All right. So. Very but good. To be so, fair, when you have a co-host that you actually like, all of your shows are fun. I yeah, we, well, we, that, me and so. I've been doing it together way too long. <laughs> we might need to retire. No. Now, you, now you guys work really well together, so that's good. So, all right, guys. So, if you haven't picked up by now, both Mick and Joey are really cool guys, and I strongly suggest you go check out their podcast. Go check out So Wizard. Go check out the Scene Snobs. Uh, there's a bunch of really cool stuff on each of those for you guys to listen to. I subscribe to both, and I think you guys should as well. All right, so about tonight, what we're going to do tonight. Now, there always seems that there's that one character that we feel that needs to be developed a little bit more. Maybe we feel it needs more screen time or just needs their own breakout movie or even like a Disney Plus extended series. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about those characters from movies, TV shows, or even comic books that have grabbed our attention, made us look a little closer, and made us think about why they needed some more time in the spotlight. So I'm really excited to hear how everybody talks about their picks. And if you in the comments have uh, thoughts about our picks, please throw them in the comments. I'll get them up on the screen. We'll have some nice interaction. And if you have picks outside of what we what we thought, if there's a character that you thought needed some more love, throw it in the comments. We'll put it up on the screen. We'll talk about it as well. But uh, I thought, Joey, since you had the, the again, you're, we're going alphabetically. Uh, and actually, I wanted to hear more about your pick. So I put you first and foremost. Oh, boy. So. Okay. Um, so I picked a, a comic book character. Uh, my pick is Icon from Milestone Comics. I don't know if that's too nerdy for you guys or if it's something you're familiar with. Um, what it boils down to is a uh, black Superman. Okay. And it was uh, created by Dwayne McDuffie in the 90s and their own uh, imprint of Milestone Comics. It, it's just a great character. The run of books is amazing. He has his own uh, sidekick, uh, Ricochet. They're just great stories. And every time DC kind of pops up and is like, hey, we're going to have a Michael B. Jordan Superman. Hey, we're going to have uh, this Superman or that. And it always makes me angry a little bit inside because i'm like this character is great these characters are sitting here at dc you own the rights to them it's not a marvel situation where sony owns morbius or some nonsense like that they have all these characters under their wing and they just refuse to use them uh or even reprint the books at this point um it, it's, it's a little frustrating but i it's one of my favorite characters from uh comics back in the day i just wish we could see a little bit more of it so okay so when you told me that was who you were going to be uh, talking about, <laughs> clearly I've missed something. I think that was a great pick. It is a fabulous pick. I'm just Mick. I missed something. Okay. Just, just look at Mick. What? Is oh. There... Huh. 
<laughs> Why are people looking at me? Because you're adorable. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right. Sorry, I just looked down and couldn't stop laughing. Okay. So anyway, I uh, I looked up uh, Icon, and I didn't get a chance to really read over it, but I, I looked up through a lot of the images that were provided by Google. The artwork is fascinating. Drawn really well. And I, I was honestly, I had never heard of this character before. Um, so, yeah. It was in the same uh, universe as Static Shock. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Static Shock. I am. Static yeah. Shock. yeah. Um, same universe, uh, same group of comics. Uh, not terrible 90s stuff, you know, so we're not talking about like uh, like blood shot or blood rage or blood whatever that was out all the all the comics back in the day. It was really good stuff. And it's just been washed away in the dustbin of history, I guess, for lack of a better term. And it's just a character sitting there collecting dust. And it's like DC grab this and use it, you know? Yeah, which I would think that they would look more strongly at doing if they're going to have a uh, a black Superman, which is you know great, I'm all for it. But if you already have this comp, this character of his own storyline and and everything else, why not use him? Because I want to sell more Superman shirts. Yeah. Well, yeah, you probably got me there. Well, you're always going to sell Superman shirts. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but then again, you're also reaching Superman into a you know a different a different market, and so if you can do that, you know. Why not? What if I told you the sales of Superman shirts is already down 20%? <laughs> well, probably I, not I, I don't know if it is. <laughs> just... Just, from, just from Tim mentioning Superman, it's gone. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Mick, tell us about your pick. All right. So I kind of I, I went over this a lot. Um, I, didn't, I didn't do comic books because I thought you meant superheroes from movies uh from the movie cinematic universe so i didn't think about it that's a great pick by the way um yeah so i i, I was sticking more towards like tv shows stuff like that and uh i thought one that would be fun to see is mal reynolds but like an old man uh, old man uh, mal type of mm-hmm. series where he's like kind of grizzled everybody's gone um kind of going through uh and seeing where that leads Sort of thing, almost like Logan, but for Mal. I think that would be cool. I th- yeah, I think an older version of him would be really neat. You know, like just wipe everybody away. Now everybody's gone, and like, what does Mal do with his life now? Hmm. The lonely captain goes on. Yeah. <laughs> just him and Serenity. That and Dune sucks. That's the the other thing <laughs> I was gonna say. You hadn't mentioned it in five minutes, and we might have forgotten. <laughs> Listen, every time I come on, it's got to be mentioned. There's a wide base out there, you know. It happens. I get it. Although I am actually kind of looking forward to the remake. I mean, mostly because I don't think it can be worse. If you say that now, really, you don't think it could be worse? Well, I'm sure it can be. I'm <laughs> just. I mean, there's a lot of movies where I was like, you know, it can't be bad. I mean, look at it. And then Batman versus Superman. Yeah, it'll have 100% less sting in a metal diaper. So, you know. Which God. already makes Winner, it winner, chicken dinner. And Jason Momoa. So it might be okay. Yeah, that does nothing for me. So, I'm yeah, I'm going to take your word for it, though. 
Okay, it's all right. So old man Mel Reynolds. It'd be okay. fun. No, I think it would be. Yeah. I see him as, you know, it, the Firefly. He's the uh, Han Solo of Firefly, in my opinion. Um, oh, my God. Han Solo is the worst character in science fiction history. Goodbye, God. Mick. <laughs> so, anyway, it was nice talking with Mick. Yeah. <laughs> now that we have him gone, we can talk about some serious things. Good thing I love him. <laughs> Good thing I know that you love Harrison Ford. <laughs> Harrison Hottie Pants. Harrison Ford probably agrees with you. That's the sad part. <laughs> There's one for you. It's a kid's movie. Get over it. What what science fiction character? This is for the future. This is for your future episode. What science fiction character deserved to die the most? There you go. I'm going to let you guys mull that over and put it in an episode. We'll invite you back for that episode. There's so many. The entire cast of Dune? Yes! Joey <laughs> <Chili> gets it! <laughs> I, I still think I still think Mick's answer when we had, because we had him on for a solo interview uh, I still love this answer. We asked him to mash two, two universes together and he said he would take Jurassic Park and mash it up with Dune so that the, so that the T-Rex would eat everybody. Deserves <laughs> <laughs> it. That makes me happy. Not gonna if lie. Ten, if in ten thousand years the world is Dune, I'm glad they'll be dead because it would be boring, just very, very boring. Oh, definitely. And, and chafing with metal <laughs> diapers. So. <laughs> And if you guys are listening in the comments, uh, tell us what you think is going, what you think you would like to see a character to be brought out a little bit more. And uh, that way we can talk about those too. Yeah, absolutely. Let's bring them up. And Nick, since you're finally talking, uh, why don't you tell us about your pick? Because so, it, it fires up, it follows up uh, Mick's yeah, pick really well. I actually. am in the same uh, universe as uh, Mick, and I want something on Shepard. Uh, is he, he, yeah, but he has. Oh, you want a prequel? Prehistory. I love it. I so love he, it. there's a like. I know there's been some comics and stuff released on that, and um, I did read like a little summary of it. But I think a live action version is what is needed, and it just kind of we are left with so many questions about who is this guy and he, why is he so amazing at various things. <laughs> You want to see him as a kid, like pod racing and stuff like that? Uh, not quite that episode <laughs> one, but um... with the Marv Albert double-headed That's alien. That's right. Pod racing, I love it. Uh, All right, cool. Anything else to add? I want to know how many secrets he has in his hair. All of them. Exactly. It's full of secrets. Sorry. That, that, that quote gets thrown around here so much. For obvious reasons. It does? In, in my house. Oh, okay. Not on our show. At, at her house. Because uh, the girl has tremendously large amounts of hair. And half the time when she's wearing her headphones, she can hide her mm -hmm. headphones, which are bigger than mine, in her hair. So... All except for the top ears. Right. Well, the ears stick out. But that's by design. But yeah, I can hide headphones in my hair. So, all right. So, 
Kathleen, why don't you go ahead and tell us about your pick? All right. My pick is Nebula. I feel like there is so much backstory to Nebula that we could have gotten, we should have gotten. And even from the comic books, there's so much more that she does. I mean, looking at the, um, on Marvel's website, it's talking about how she became a space, space pirate who took on the Avengers, the Skrulls, the Xandarians, Fire Lords, Silver Surfer, Ronin, and Thanos. We don't get any of that in Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, we get like this much of Nebula's story when there's this much Nebula story to go through. That even like a, a prequel movie showing her life with Gamora and Thanos growing up, why she is the way she is, why the way that Thanos raised her to be the killer that she is, I think would be fascinating. I think it would have to be a like a just flashbacks to that, because otherwise I think it's going to get really depressing and really dark really quick. Probably. I mean, she's no, you know, she's more, you know, machine than human anymore. Mm -hmm. because of all the things that she's gone through and all the tests that he ran on her and, and everything else. I just... I think yeah. that it would be an interesting... I mean, she would have to have more like a, a Disney limited series. Like Everybody has a Disney limited series now. Next well, I mean... Thing in the Metal Piper. You get a Marvel movie. You get a Marvel show. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Nebula's got such a cool story and who doesn't want more Karen Gillan? I'm always down for more Karen Gillan, my number one woman crush uh, of all time right now. And uh, you know what would be great would be to see her post Endgame just trying to fit into life, like dating, yeah. going to the grocery store, you know, just stuff like that. That would be hilarious. Her and Rocket Raccoon just navigating life would be probably the best TV show they could make for Disney+. Plus. Actually, during that five-year period would be amazing to watch. Like, yeah. we just live on Earth now. Like, that's yep. what we do. Her, her using tender, like it just this the, the comedy. It's comedy gold. It's comedy gold. That's ne that is a Disney Plus limited series. <laughs> Why call, call it Nebs and the Trash Panda. <laughs> I uh, agree, John. John. Says, I agree a hundred percent. Especially my life, you know. Just bring especially Amy my Pond life. <laughs> just give me Amy Pond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, you know, and then there's the the you know what is it, uh, Jumanji dance battles and you know everything. So Karen Gillan was the reason I went red, went red as a redhead for a while. Honestly, Amy and Rory to see how they lived out their lives when they went back. And I home, know after the end of Manhattan. Because you know she's not going to settle for no adventure. No, of course not. I feel like maybe she Doctor actually finally became a cop. It is Tim. <laughs> Yay! I'm catching on. I don't watch Doctor Who. We will like Doctor Who. So. We should change that at some point, Tim. Hey, look, it's taken me this long to get to Star Trek. How much longer do you think it's going to take me to get to Doctor Who? <laughs> well, you got to get through Stargate first. I've tried. I like the movie. I haven't even watched Stargate. I love the movie. Love the movie. Stargate. The show was good. So uh, this person says that they'll take more Karen Gillian eat despite of gunpowder milkshake. I haven't seen it yet. Me either. So, uh, but yeah, there's that. So, okay. Anything else on Nebula before we mosey along? 
I think it's really cool that Karen Gillan actually shaved her head for the role. But. Uh, I don't know that that's going to happen, John, because it's just going to be your wife talking for an hour. <laughs> I can talk on it too, Tim. So okay, and I'm we sorry. Can have it's Nick gonna... on the show with us. <laughs> Listen, I'm right there with you. Let's do it. Let's talk Cardis all night long. I will sit there. Let's talk. I will go. That sounds good, Nick. Counterpoint. <laughs> that sounds great. Okay, Mick. Counterpoint. There that are... sounds wonderful. Okay, Kathleen. Okay. Anything else to add? All right. You know what? It should just be an episode of Tim reacting to Don't Blink. So, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I have actually never watched that. I've been told so many times that I need from to. Blink to then the the two-part other one. Oh, what is it called? With the silence? No. no. Because I'm all about part. them silence right there. The other two-part episode with the, not Angels Take Manhattan, but the the... One with River. I'll Angels. take your word for it. Oh, 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 when she's born? No. Which one are you talking about then? The spaceship crashing. You know, the, the one where they, they did the time travel thing into the one town that looks like London, but then they went to another one that looked like that looked like London, but they went to another place that still looked like London. Do you guys want to pick another genre to talk about? <laughs> it sounds like the CW universe of Vancouver. <laughs> and no drayton you did not miss anything there is no musicals tonight we're good um yet or yet uh let's see the trippy thing about blink is when you realize the angels stop moving when we the audience are mm -hmm. looking at them it is really creepy yeah that sounds like a wonderful bedtime story <laughs> <laughs> All Except right, Nick. The Angel Bob episodes. Uh, yeah. Oh, we could do a whole. We could just do an entire hour episode about just the Weeping Angels. An hour? <laughs> you can do a whole season just the Weeping <laughs> Angels. Because I mean, you do have Blink, and then the episodes with Angel Bob, and then the Angels Take Manhattan, and all of the information about the Lonely Assassins, and what? I'm sorry. Is the angel named Bob? Is that what I just heard? Angel Bob is a it's a difficult. There's a lot. Listen, all right. If you don't know it, we're not explaining it. None of the words that I'm saying right minutes. now make any sense if you don't know what I'm talking about. I don't. I <laughs> no. You sound like Charlie Brown's teacher to me right now. Mark, 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 mark. Angel Bob, mark, 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 mark. So Ooh. Tim, let's uh, hear about your yeah. your pet. I'll have to tell Mick the terrible angel story later. Don't let Good. me forget. <laughs> All right. So I had a I've I've been I've been vacillating back and forth. There's my five dollar word for the day. Vacillating. Uh back and forth between two. So originally, because of my absolute love for Star Wars, there's a character that I thought that needed an opportunity to have more of his story told in, in, a, in a better way. Um and originally I wanted to talk about Lando Calrissian. And I wanted to see some type of prequel movie from him. Uh, a mini series, something that explained how we got to the point where him and, and Han Solo met up in the movie Solo. I thought that'd be really cool because there's, I think there's some really cool things to, to say there. Um, Mix changed his name again. I got to change it like seven times. Yeah, I know, but they've all been. Yeah. Nice. I haven't paid attention to all of them. If you haven't noticed, uh, let's see. The but the where I settled on is. Growing up in the 90s, I used to love uh, the X-Men comics, 
particularly the ones that featured Gambit. And I always thought Gambit was a really cool character. I always liked his use of the cards, how, you know, the, you know, everything about him. I got really excited in X-Men Origins Wolverine when all of a sudden Taylor Kitsch was there, you know, mm -hmm. being I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to get Gambit. And we got him for like three minutes on screen and just wasn't enough. So but I would love to see an origin st styles, you know, movie for Gambit, how he became, you know, the Cajun everything he's done kind of leading up to meeting up with the X-Men and becoming an X-Men. I think it'd be kind of a cool series. Didn't they uh, go into that a little bit in um, the nineties cartoon? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. But I would like to see a live action version of it with, you know, and actually I, I really liked Taylor Kitsch as, as uh Gambit. I thought he did really good with it. Um, portrayed it, you know, visually I thought pretty well. Were you, were you pining for that Channing Tatum uh, Gambit movie that never came out? Not with Channing Tatum, no. No, I, I didn't want, uh, you know, uh, Magic Mike with, <laughs> with a deck of cards. Whoa, 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 whoa. We are not going to disperse the name of Magic Mike. Yeah. Greatest movie ever made. <laughs> Second only to Magic Mike XXL. Uh, see, Drayton says that Kathleen's background is giving him major flashbacks for the 60s. I am sure he's got some great stories from then. Uh, let's see. He wants to see more about Khan, the early years, pre-Federation. That'd be fun. That would be fun. I, I would like to see the whole universe, though. Not just the Khan years. You know, like kind of like visiting everything pre-Federation. I would actually be real. I would be interested in the con episode uh, that Travis is bringing up, or a movie, or whatever you want to do with it. Because so from the original Star Trek, and I've I've been vocal about this. You know, the the one thing that I have liked uh, from the original Star Trek is the the episode of Space Heat from the first season, where you meet Khan, mm -hmm. and then of course Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. I love both of those. I would love to see. The, the prequel leading up to that, the, all the pre-Federation stuff like Travis is talking about, and then something that's that's in the in-between of him getting marooned on, on the planet and, you know, him meeting back up with, you know, the Federation people and giving me, giving me nightmares about having things crawling in my ears. <laughs> so, because that was a problem for a while. I swear to God, anytime anything touched my ear, I'm like, no, I don't want it in there! So, yeah, I thought uh, quicksand was going to be a bigger problem in my life. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. I always thought quicksand was going to be a bigger problem than it is. Drayton says he'd like a daytime TV diet talk show featuring Porkins. Poor Porkins. Poor Porkins. Yeah, give fat shames because Sting can wear a metal diaper, but poor Porkins just you know barely fit in the X wing. <laughs> but he fit barely. Look, I know that feeling. I've been on roller coasters that I probably shouldn't have been on. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that was keeping me in was the size of my butt. So anyway. <laughs> All right. So, yes. Uh, we'll just recap real quick. Pretty interesting list. So there's Icon from Milestone Comics, part of DC. Uh, basically a black Superman. Uh, Mal Reynolds from Firefly. But old Mal, old man Mal. Uh and then Karen Nebula's uh, Karen Nebula, Karen Gillian as Nebula. I got Karen Nebula on the brain. 
Uh, but it as happens. Nebula with a uh, with a very sad upbringing movie where she gets chopped into bits and replaced with r- robot parts. Thanks, Kathleen. Doesn't everybody uh, have that happen to them in their childhood? Come on. Sounds hot. I don't know. Sounds <laughs> hot. <laughs> yeah, I can't even do anything about that one. All right. So uh you didn't swear though. Didn't swear. No, you know, you're doing great. You're doing great. Uh the Nick, of course, brought up uh Shepherd from Firefly so that Kathleen could talk about her hair. And it's impressive. Why wouldn't I talk about it? Oh, uh, there's there's that. And then, of course, I, I brought in two references in one because I could do that. So with Lando and Gambit. So, all right. I think those are pretty good lists. I, I like a couple of the picks from the, the audience. I like Travis's pick of Khan. I think that's a really, I think that's a really good, good possibility. I think we need an entire, art, an entire Jar Jar Binks movie, too. I would be okay with that. So anyway. Thank um, you. And she's gone. Misa, wish you best uh, in your future endeavors. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see. Uh, so we all, we all know the movie <laughs> Alien Three is was a disaster behind the scenes. Like that was a mess when they made Alien Three. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would love to see a, a, an Office style <laughs> sitcom about the making of that movie. That would be hilarious. Who could see all parkour? Exactly. <laughs> And you can get the real David Fincher to be in it, you know. Right. Drayden also says we need a Firefly Barney Miller crossover. And for the young kids listening who don't understand, just say people know who Barney Miller is. Still, (laughs) fish from Barney Miller. I guess the rights might be cheap. I don't know. Actually, that might be an easy crossover. You might be able to. (laughs) Okay, so totally different topic. Is the Joey? Is that a Henry the Eighth cat painting behind you? Uh, yeah, that's a picture of my cat as uh, Henry the Eighth that my wife had done. That uh, is my, spectacular. My co-host uh, Aubrey on So Wizard painted it for us. So. I so badly want one of those paintings. I've seen them online, and then we went to the Renfest a couple weeks ago, and they had if you brought a picture of your pet in, they would paint them as a a lord or a lady, and I yeah. Need well, it was either the cat picture or I had to pick up the laundry off the floor in my room to do a video <laughs> podcast. So we oh, that just cat, sounds lame. You know, yeah. And cat picture it is. That's right. Yeah, I just I have a tuxedo cat who looks all prim and proper and is actually the biggest idiot in the world that I think he needs to be painted as a, a royalty. Do it. It's a great conversation piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. All right. Tim's like, so, whatever. No, that's fine. Uh... <laughs> Actually, no, I would, when Tim I would, doesn't like a conversation, we call him Tom. True. Honestly, I would I would paint uh, or have somebody paint our, our cat Vader. I have a I have a black cat named Vader. He's got a big white box on his chest. He's kind of a butthead. Um, so, but we call him Vader. I would have him him painted, but uh, from like the scene of Titanic and have it captured. Paint me like one of your French cats, uh, <laughs> because he lays down like that all the time, like. Like Tay Tay Cat? No, not again. (laughs) (laughs) When in doubt. Uh, I knew I I was flying too close to the flame. See, Uh, I saw a cat picture and I'm like, the second second I saw a cat picture, I thought of that. And you (laughs) and I had to wait for somebody to bring it up. As soon as I'm like, I'm going to bring up the cat picture, and then Mick's going to bring up Taylor Swift cat. Oh, yeah. And John called yeah. me Tom. He does that. And all cats are buttheads. It's true. 
Hey, uh, Nick, your dad would like to know who ate the last piece of chocolate cake. He hasn't seen any cake. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, so hey, we got a couple quick minutes, and I said that uh, time permitting, we'd talk a little bit about What If for Marvel on Disney+. Plus. I am very excited about this series. I have really been enjoying every episode. I really liked the T'Challa episode, although I think that there's there was a couple shortcomings in it, but, you know... Um, but for the most part, I think it was it was really good. What are you has been your guys' thoughts, and are you watching the series? And if so, what has been your thoughts of the What If series on Disney Plus? Are you eating the chocolate cake right now? That's amazing. <laughs> See, it's not a lie. He's got chocolate all over his face. Like I don't know where that cake went. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Dad. Somebody else got the cake. No. What if Nick didn't eat the cake. What One was question changes question? everything. <laughs> the question, Cake Thief, was are you watching What If and what has been your thoughts about the series thus far? Well, you tell us, Superstar, where do you want to start? <laughs> I don't care. Any, any, any of you can jump in. I don't care. The wheels are off the wagon here, so just, we're just running watching with it. it, yes. I am crazy excited. Uh, this is one of those shows I feel like could go on and on and on and on. Because since the opening of the multiverse, they are like, we can tell whatever story we want now. So, yeah, there's no limitations there, that's for sure. And they're showing that week to week. I mean, okay. They're, they're doing a great job. Uh, you know, it's fun. I can't wait to see where else it goes and what it's leading up to. Um, clearly, it's leading up to some of these characters showing up in, you know, live action. Um, just matter, you know, I figured Captain Carter and we'll see who else, but, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's been interesting to say the least. I, I you know, I've, I've, the last episode I enjoyed, I like the whodunit vibe, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers away cause it's fresh, but you know, mm -hmm. if they do keep this going, like Nick said, though, they're going to, we're going to have to get okay fast with the celebrities not coming back to voice each character, which right. I'm okay with. But there's enough uh, there's enough quality voice actors out there who could do voice match, and get it very close where they can, you know, may not be the same person, but it, it's going to be a quality a quality job. I am interested to see the Killmonger episode where uh, he shows up and saves Tony because you saw it in the trailer. I, you know, I'm, I'm not giving anything away that's not been seen, but because um, if it does take place in 2007, 2008, when that did, he was like. 12. So, right. It's definitely interesting. Okay. And Travis says he likes his heroes with flaws. Episode two lost <laughs> his interest. I've liked it so far. I, I mean, I caught up on it last night because he said we might talk about it. So, I watched two episodes last night. Um, I think it kind of suffers a little bit from what uh, Black Widow suffers from right now. We've kind of been trained with Marvel stuff to just be fully invested in an overarching storyline. Um, they've kind of reset back to phase one style where we're starting to reintroduce characters. We're getting a storyline set up, but it's not driving. It's not a runaway freight train of Thanos gets the stones, blah, 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 like we were in phase three. Um, so a lot of it feels like grinding your gears almost. I'm not sure how this ties into anything. Um, is it great on its own? Yeah, but I think there's a big significant chunk of the audience that's expecting 
this is going to tie into Loki. This is going to tie into WandaVision. Will it get there? Maybe. I mean, we haven't seen the whole season yet, but even with this and Black Widow, it feels a little bit like there's no overarching story yet and there's nothing driving the overall narrative of the Marvel Universe, so to speak. And it just feels a little drab. I don't know. I don't know why it hasn't fully grabbed me yet. I didn't really like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't really like the episode that just aired with uh, Fury's Big Day um, getting all messed up. It's just a little much. Um, if we're going to stick to just MCU stuff, which is what they're going to do, because why would they bring in ridiculous comic book stuff that no one's ever read? Um, I feel like they're going to run ideas fast. So, mm-hmm. sorry, okay. to Debbie Downer in the room. But. No, yeah, hey, we, we like we like opposing takes. That's good. Yeah. Hey, you know, it's all about perspective and how you know if we can offer a different perspective on things. I think that's a good a good thing. CL King here is this is my buddy CL. He's a a motivational speaker. He's been on my show, focused on forward. I've been on his show, uh, impacting life twenty four seven. He's a really cool guy, and uh, yeah, you guys need to check out his stuff too. Um, but yeah, um, one of the things I, I the only one, one of the things I struggled the most with with the T'Challa episode was the fact that Thanos was cured <laughs> away from his from his need for genocide by having a heartfelt conversation and it was like i'm sure somebody somewhere tried tried that and just like all of a sudden we have one argument and but it wasn't like, with chadwick boseman that's the thing so well that's true i think i'd give up a lot of different things if chadwick boseman be like especially in the t'challa voice is like you know you shouldn't do that <laughs> so uh john says what about an episode of what if where the younglings survive the Wrong Tim's universe. Gonna, Tim's going to write the show off and he's going to tell them. Younglings die. That's the way it is. You cut them like butter with a slice saver. That's how it works. <laughs> and Dune sucks. All right. Al says the what if comics didn't have a building continuity. So why should the animated version? Because they are. Like they've said that it's going to build towards something. I feel like it's building towards the, the multiverse of madness for Doctor Strange because we have the Watcher watching um you know that the same i believe it's the same that was in in loki and, and all that and i think there's you know which becomes king the conqueror i believe that there's got to be some type of tie in here uh between those and i think that it's leading to something i just like and like joey said i'm not sure what it's leading to there's all these different arrows that point well it could be going here it could be going there it could be doing this and i think that that's but like he said it, that's also a very valid point. If they didn't have it in the comics, why have it in the in the animated version? And I think that Travis says that's what I'm saying about. Uh, I think it's about my my point about Thanos, um, but I'm not positive. I think that's what he was referring to. I'm down so, for any multiverse with uh, blonde haired Nebula. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> <Bring it on. laughs> all right. Well, before we we start wrapping up here, uh, gentlemen, why don't you take a moment? And uh, Mick will let you go first this time because <laughs> I feel bad for you. Um, but tell everybody where they can find out more about Mick Manhattan, more about the scene snobs. And again, tell them what you got coming up with Star Wars or not Star Wars, but Star Trek rather. Son of, you son of a gun. How dare you. <laughs> um, now, uh, yeah, so just go check out, uh, go to the scene snobs.com. That's where we got everything. You can, all our shows are up, everything, video or audio or, you know, the whole universe of the scene stops is there. Um, so go check that out. 
next week, Star Trek week, like I said, is our it's our second annual. We we did it last year. It was really popular actually because people really seem to enjoy it and uh so we're coming back with it for another year um you know uh one of the most fun things i think we did last year was we did a script read of the episode cupid um from star trek next generation we try to keep them fun get like an ensemble cast in there to kind of like you know of guests to uh just to kind of enjoy it and, and have a great time um this year we are doing trials and tribulations from ds9 so we will be you know we'll, we'll get a uh, two star trek universes in there uh which will be fun and uh you know kind of go all out for it is that the episode with uh the tribbles where yep. they go back well, in time that's the ds9 episode yeah where they go back in time to the the n17 ncc ncc 1701 uh when they were dealing with the tribbles all right beautiful episode <laughs> cool beans all right joey what about you what about uh so wizard where can people find it uh the easiest way is go to so wizardpodcast.com that's got links to all our social media on the right hand side of the page that's got links to all our youtube content the podcast and more um like i said we're on every podcatcher under the sun itunes apple Podcasts, spotify uh we are the featured podcast of the week on podbean this week so uh check us out on podbean app if you want uh, Candyman review is dropping in a couple Ooh. days. Uh, next week is Shang-Chi. Uh, a lot of big releases through the end of the year. So uh, as long as the schedule holds up, everybody get vaccinated so we can keep having stuff to talk about. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, we're hitting up Fan Expo Boston this weekend coming up for some YouTube content. And New York Comic Con is looming in a few weeks. So lots of stuff coming down the pike. Join us and jump on board. Awesome. Nice. Very, very good. All right. All right. And everyone who's still here, as a reminder, last Friday, we released our interview with Shannon Farnan, the original Wonder Woman, before Linda Carter made her famous live action debut as the Amazonian. Shannon was portraying her in the animated classic Super Friends and Challenge of the Super Friends. But Hera, who to believe that Shannon Farnham would be introducing these funny science fiction videos? So that is up on our YouTube and all of your favorite podcasting thingamajiggers. So watch it, listen, like it, share it. You know the drill. Yeah, really cool conversation about how she became uh, Wonder Woman and everything else. So be a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun. It's still up. You guys can watch it there. Now, as far as this Friday's release, uh, really excited. We have a great interview with an actor from the show, The Tick, Joshua Schubart. Hi, this is Joshua Schubart from The Tick, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Josh is a super cool dude. Uh, we've had the opportunity to talk with him a couple times. At least I have as well. You know, he's been, tomorrow, uh, his episode will be live on Focused on Forward where we talk about his upbringing, the challenges that he faced as a young man, all the things that he's kind of gone through to get him to this point of being an actor, uh, not only on the show The Tick, but he's got another show called After and everything that's gone on with that. And then this upcoming Friday, of course, we'll release our episode on funny science fiction uh, where we talk about his work on The Tick and playing Frank, the member of Ramsey the Fourth henchman in the Pyramid Gang. So. And uh, Hashtag Schubert's clobbering time. That's right. Oh, yeah. I was just, just going to get to that. So I'm just going to beat you to it because it's fun to say. 
It is fun to say. So one of the things that we talked to Josh about is that he wants to be the next Ben Grimm in the Fantastic Four movies. He really enjoys that role, and he wants to uh, embrace it and be part of that. And be part of that. So we've been tagging Kevin Feige on Twitter, and we have been uh, uh, making some nice Twitter tweets about this topic and uh so i'm putting the hashtag in there uh in the comments and if you go to at funny sci-fi on twitter you'll be able to find us and you'll be able to find all the the times that we have uh tagged josh in a comment we've tagged kevin feige and we're you know like and we put that hashtag in so uh if you help us out go out there and give schubert's clobbering time some love and let's get uh let's try and help josh make that dream come true because personally i think he'd be a fantastic ben grim all right uh and then let's see um and then drayton also wants us to remind you that uh, he has a new novel coming out dances with aliens and he'll have it in october at its motor Ooh. city comic-con launch look at that you getting the the first copy it's like i know right or something. <laughs> hold on put that back up there it is. So Dances with Aliens, isn't that uh, Avatar? <laughs> Not quite. No, that's Fern Gully. That's Fern Gully. <laughs> oh, don't you mean Pocahontas? Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, so you guys are going to make sure you want to check that out. And you'll be able to see uh, Drayton Allen at the Motor City Comic Con. He'll have a table set up there with books. And I'm sure if you buy one, he'll be happy to sign one for you as well. So, and then, so remember, this Friday, tune in to watch on YouTube or listen on your favorite audio podcast provider for the latest and greatest interview with Joshua Schubert. We're very excited about that. And don't forget to subscribe, just like it's been telling you all along the scrolling ticker thingy going across the bottom of the screen. Your subscription means an absolute ton to us. It helps us out ridiculously. And then when you're done subscribing to us, go to So Wizard, go to the scene snobs subscribe to both of these fellas podcasts they have great shows and uh and drayton also says that it's very close to what you guys said so <laughs> better i'm sure because avatar exactly so anyway uh i think that's going to wrap us up for tonight guys thank you so much for being here mick thank you joey thank you we appreciate your time we've enjoyed it very me. much anytime thank you. That's, that's been a lot of fun all right, guys, that's going to conclude us tonight for Funny Science Fiction. See Bye. you later. Goodbye. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at Funny Sci-Fi, or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the Contact Me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode.